Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 804. Wait, what episode is this? Uh-oh, 54. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 854 of the Juice Box Podcast. I'm not editing that out. You should see that I, I can't keep up with this. On today's show, I'll be speaking with Roxana. She is not Roxana, Roxana. Roxana, she is the mother of a toddler with type 1 diabetes. And uh, this is their story. <laughs> is that what they say on those hokey TV shows? Uh, welcome today, Roxana. Roxana, this is your story. I can't do, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't have the energy for all that. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always, always, always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. And remember, my voice may be deep, but I hate those stupid voices that they put on, like on the local news and stuff like that. Like, Hi, Jenna. I hear it's snowing out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. Um... This is Roxana's story. Hey guys, listen, t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box. Go take the survey. Please takes less than 10 minutes. Would really help a lot of people with type 1 diabetes. Would really help me. t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box. Should I just talk like this all the time? It would be really irritating. This episode of the juice box podcast is sponsored by Dexcom. And do you know what they make? They make the Dexcom G6 and Dexcom G7 continuous glucose monitoring system. You looking for that new Dexcom G7? Scotty got you covered. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Head over now and why not? While you're out and about, look for an Omnipod. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. There's Omnipod 5, Omnipod Dash. There's so many to choose from omnipod.com forward slash juice box. You can wear the same CGM and insulin pump that my daughter has been wearing for ever. I can't curse in the ad, so I'll have to bleep that out. Links in the show notes, links at juiceboxpodcast.com. Support the sponsors, support the show. You know, I was just thinking about it, and I don't think it says anywhere that I can't curse in the ads. It's interesting. Hmm. All right, I'll have to give that some thought. My name is Roxana. Um, I'm from Puerto Rico, mom of two, and my toddler is the one with type 1 diabetes. Okay. How old is your oldest? My oldest is 12. 12. And then the type 1 is how old? He's two years old and four months. Wow. He's still at the age where you're counting months. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, not for people. I was, about to say, I was about to be really awkward and say something like 36 months, Scott. No, but I'm... <laughs> I controlled myself. <laughs> Do you think of it that way still, though? No, I don't. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to. I mean, it is nice. Two years old is really, is really yeah, pretty Yeah, he's, cool. he's a toddler. He's yeah. Like in, in the full toddler stage. Yeah, the toddler, like, right, they start becoming really amazing around, like, what, like, five or six? And they're just, like, so much fun at that point. And 12, is that a boy, the 12-year-old? Yes, he's a boy. Yeah, that's getting ready to go wrong. So yeah, um, no, no, it's, it's, it's getting there. It's almost there. I think we're there. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> we're almost there. Just when his, <sighs> when his armpits start smelling, just hide your, just hide. No, when I, his armpits started smelling like about, I guess, um, before school ended, oh, Here in Puerto Rico, school ended like about second, um, week of May. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, his arms armpit smelled already. Like, <laughs> so your two year how how long ago was your two year old diagnosed? Um, he was diagnosed a year ago. He was diagnosed at fourteen months. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Roxana, that's tough. Okay. Um. Okay. So how does that present? How do you because you don't you don't have any other type one in the family? Um. No. Well. Okay. So my my husband's cousin and that sounds really odd because that sounds so far out of like the close family relationship um so my husband's cousin um she has type one but i never knew her like we never met her i never knew any details about her like how she took care of herself or anything um and then when my son was diagnosed we found out that um Hashimoto's has to do with immune system. Mm-hmm. So my my husband's sister has Hashimoto's. Oh, so yeah, there is that autoimmune in your husband's side. Yeah, yeah, there is for sure. And now on now now with you. Well, uh, so you didn't know what to look for, and you uh, no, I had no, I really had no context. Like, um, so twenty twenty obviously was difficult. Uh, because of the whole pandemic and um well my son was born in february so he i i stopped working like i i just decided that it wasn't worth the risk so i stopped working i'm a teacher i should add that around there mm-hmm. um, i'm a teacher and um it was difficult the whole virtual thing um my students not <laughs> not showing up to class like they're just like no i'm not gonna be there um It was difficult. So I decided like, since I had the baby, I was going to stay home and I stayed home. And so my son, my oldest, he was 10 at the time when I started staying home and he was online too. So it was like, it was a win. Like, okay, I'll stay home and he's online doing his whole whole schoolwork and we're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. Don't worry. Everything's fine. And there's like a fire. Yeah. 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 Um, So, uh, so that's how everything like, and that's how we, that's what we decided that we were going to do, like, because of the whole COVID thing. Um, And then um, we, before my son got diagnosed, my dad died. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like really unexpected. Um, We had to fly out to Georgia and um, he was like, I, I saw my toddler, he was 10 months at the time. So obviously it was kind of weird, like what I was seeing in him. But now when you look back to it, it's very relevant. Mm-hmm. He was um, peeing a lot. He was um, eating a lot, too. Like he was eating a lot, but not gaining weight. Okay. Yeah, that that the vicious hunger is, uh, yeah. is definitely. It was like never ending. Like yeah. he wanted to eat everything and anything. And he do, he still does. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that because toddlers are very, sometimes very picky eaters, but he's not a picky eater at all. Like no. he'll eat anything. Makes it easier to bolus if you know they're going to eat. Yes, yeah. it does. And we had some, we had some, um, how do you say that? Like, like the, and the endo wasn't happy that I was bolusing before he ate. Really? Well, okay. If that's not what they teach or what they know. (laughs) She was not happy at all. And I was like, but that's how you do it. She's like, no, that's not how you do it with toddlers. 
because they're so unpredictable. And I'm like, no, that's how you do it. You have to pre-ball us because Scott said so. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you found a way to make it work with him, though, because he was uh, an eater that you could count on. Yeah, he yeah. was really he was really good eater when we got. So he was diagnosed after like four months after we came from my dad's um death. Um, and it was kind of weird because it was like a lot of things going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I was very hyper aware of a lot of things like I obsess sometimes over things. And I was at the point with with his health and like everything that was going on. Um, I was getting on my on his doctor's nerves. Like I would call the pediatrician and he was like, oh, yeah, I have you on my color ID with like with your name on it already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Roxana. Yeah, oh, there Roxana. she is. Oh, wow. What's going on today, Roxana? Did he, like, not poop or something? <laughs> were, you calling, her, were you calling over everything or was... I was like, well, I don't want to say yes, but I know it, it was. <laughs> I don't, you don't want to admit to it, but you were calling too much? Or, yes, or you had I legitimate felt- concerns and you were trying to get them figured out yeah I felt I felt like I was calling too much but when um so my my toddler's name is Fabian Mm -hmm. so when Fabian started like peeing through his pajamas and I looked at him and he that day specifically that day he had like something was really off like he his neck was hurting and I don't know if that has anything to do with high blood sugar but his neck hurted like To the point, like, if he looked to any of the two left or right, Mm -hmm. he would start crying. Really? Yeah, it was really. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it was really weird. So I I took a video of it. Yeah, that's uh, I'm to that point. I took a video of him, like, looking to the side and sent it to the pediatrician. And I was like, hey, this is not normal. Like, he has a lot of pain and I don't know what's going on. And plus, he's peeing through his pjs and that's not normal either so like what's going on and he's like well um i i i bet it's not nothing it's not anything roxana but so you can be like at peace um bring him in and i'll send him to do some lab work and let's see what's going on mm-hmm. and that's what we did um i went to the lab and his lab results came back with high blood sugar of 680 wow that's pretty high. Um, yeah. And this is just like a, a year ago or so, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, that's, a, that's a year ago. He was diagnosed in April, April, 2021. Okay. Yeah, a little over a year. Okay. Um, is the, is the Island still in trouble from the storm? When was the storm? 2017? Yeah. About yeah. 2017. Has, does that affect yeah. services still or are things moving? Um, well, things here haven't been like great. Like I don't want to, I know people <laughs> listen to the podcast, like from all over the world. I don't want them to think like they're like, things aren't going like great, great. Um, but we do get like power outages constantly. And, um, but I, I think like about two years after the hurricane, everything kind of went back to normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still struggling a little bit, but it's not like that to, to that extent. Okay. So improvement slowly, but not, yeah. not affecting your healthcare services and things like that. Um, the, it affects healthcare and the, and the aspect as of how far away you get, um, 
like appointments set. Oh, okay. So if I were call if I were to call today and I need an appointment for I don't know the dentist, for example, um, it will be like really far off. Mm-hmm. Like I could guess maybe October. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's spring now. Um, so there's. Huh, I, it, <laughs> Does your doctor, does it not count for you for diabetes because you have a direct line to your doctor? <laughs> or did they get their number changed? <laughs> At least, no. <laughs> he hasn't changed it yet. And I hope he never does. Um, if not, I'll look him up. He has an Airbnb. I'll look him up, see where his Airbnb's at. <laughs> <laughs> well, find them. You're not getting, not getting away that easy. So, okay. So you, you, the neck pain's interesting. Nobody's ever said that before, but yeah. very high blood sugar into the hospital or was it COVID or did that not impact the diagnosis? Um, That didn't impact um, the diagnosis. Like it was really fast. Everything moved really, really fast. Like I remember when the, the lab lady called me and she's like, Hey, does your son have diabetes? And I'm like, huh? Oh yeah, you got that. So that's not exactly a, a skilled person who does that. No. Hey, I just looked at your kid's blood work. They have diabetes, right? You're like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, you you know, one time, uh, Roxana, I Arden went in to get blood work for something completely. It was just her well visit at her pediatrician's office, and I knew her blood sugar was a little high when it got drawn. And I was sitting outside of the lab watching the nurse like run things that were you know gonna go into the office for the doctor to see they were doing it right on site right there and she just got like you know like white as a ghost like her face just dropped and she starts looking around all panicked and she's picking up papers and walking out of the room and I put my hands up and got her attention and I said hey 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 and she looked at me and I said we know she has diabetes and she <laughs> and she goes oh, oh oh okay okay like she was rock she thought she was she thought she discovered diabetes in a kid and you, you should have seen how impactful it was yeah, on her. i felt badly it's, actually it's rough for people like yeah. to to grasp the idea of him being so little and having type one it's sure. really it's it's how you explained it like it's really difficult for for any doctor or nurse or, or anyone that encounters him like to be like we took him um to urgent care because be, because why why did we take him to urgent care? Um, I don't really remember why we took him to urgent care. I know we took him to urgent care and and the nurse because we have Dexcom Omnipod and we uh, were were looping. Mm-hmm. So when she looks at his Omnipod, it's not common here in Puerto Rico for people to have um, Omnipod. It's like really rare because people, or I would say like endocrinologists, like they go for the traditional pump, like tubed and all of that. Uh-huh. So when, when the nurse like saw like he had the Omnipod and then the Dexcom, she was like, so, so what's going on? Like, why does he have so many things? I'm like, no, I'm explaining to her. And my brain goes like in automatic. Like when people talk to me about diabetes, I want to give them like the full on experience of like what's going on. <laughs> and then I have to like go back and say, oh, yeah, this is his Dexcom. It, it's his blood sugar. It tells me like what where his blood sugar is out. And this is his insulin pump. And that's it. And like I have to. Or you'll just go on and on. Yeah, because yeah. if not, I'll go on and I'll explain the loop and I'll explain that it gives insulin if it sees him rising. And then I'll explain that it takes away basal. And then I have to explain basal. 
<laughs> you, you start a lecture, a, a yeah. lecture series, actually, it sounds like. So we, so when you go into that urgent care and the person notices it, do they accept your description pretty yeah, easily and move on? Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, they, I, I tell my husband a lot of times, like, if we have to take him to urgent care, if it's like that, to that extent, I always tell my husband not to mention the diabetes. Like, if it's not like... How do I explain it? If it's not because the lab work comes out, like his um, blood sugar is too high or something, like I tell him not to say anything about it because usually doctors like only focus, even though he came like for, I don't know, um, leg pain or something, um, they'll, they'll focus on, oh, he has type one. Oh, so it must be because he has type one. Oh, I see. And it just gets really annoying. So I try not to like focus on on his diabetes, like when we take him to anywhere. Well, yeah, not only annoying, but you might really not get the care you deserve or that's exactly. available if they start thinking, you know, they start kind of I mean, how how could it happen, right? They could see your kid hear diabetes and then start commingling all of the diabetes stories they have together and think, Oh, this is because <laughs> they don't take care of their blood sugar or something like that. And now suddenly yeah. your kid's leg pain's being treated like they're uh like a sixty three year old type two who, you know, it, it, whose blood sugar's all over the place. And, and yeah, yeah. Well, um, that makes that sense. Same... Sorry. No, that makes sense. I was gonna I just wanted to say. Yeah, um, that same nurse, she came in um, and she wanted to like poke his finger and like to break down his like what his blood sugar was at. And I looked at her and I was like, why are you going to do that? Because we're not here for that. Not to be rude, but like and she's like, no, because since he has type one, well, you have to write down what his blood sugar is at. And I and I looked at my cell phone. I was like, he's 106. Yeah. And she's like, what what time is that from? And I'm like, from right now. Right. Yeah. Does she doesn't understand the the technology? At yeah. All. She doesn't like. Um, did she take that number, bad. or did she ask? Did she still want to do the the finger stick? Excuse me. Did she accept that number from the Dexcom, or did she still want to do the finger stick? No, she accepted it. Be, I told her like it's one hundred and six, and it's stable, so that it's fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me like. I know she's missing like information. I know she wants to ask, but she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you have a magic thing on your cell phone. <laughs> it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Like, yeah. because we're, there's so many, um, we're lagging. We're lagging a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of places are too. It's not just because you're in Puerto Rico either. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or do you think it is something to do with, with your um, specific geography? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can get the stuff there, right? You're not, yeah. you're not getting Dexcom and Omnipod like through a family member on. In, no, in no. We, um, Dexcom, Dexcom is provided by a, a medical supplying company, obviously. And then Omnipod is supplied by another company, which mm-hmm. I haven't called regularly. And they do not have my number on their, um, on their cell phone, um, asking them for the Omnipod five. Um, but they're, they're very diligent and I'm very thankful that they, they do provide us with everything. Yeah. Are you thinking about trying the Omnipod five? Um, well, I'm kind of like in between because I've read that Omnipod five only connects like to one device. Oh, like, like it could either be the 
I, th- I see what you're saying. It could either be the receiver for the Dexcom or the PDM for the Omnipod. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah I, and I'm not sure. Like, I haven't read into it, but uh, you can answer that for me. I'm not sure if, like, if it connects to the the PDM on the Omnipod 5, will that will that not let me see his numbers? Like, if I do the follow with the follow app? So, does he have a cell phone? Yes. Mm, then, no, you'd still be able to see it on the follow app for the Dexcom. Okay. Yeah, because Arden's using uh, Omnipod 5 right now. We're just trying to, like, wrap our head around it. And okay. uh, she's using the PDM, and her cell phone is transmitting her Dexcom uh, data to me. Oh, okay. But you do okay. lose some of, like, you know, with Loop. Are you using Night Scout with Loop? No, I'm not using Night Scout because I haven't figured out how to set it up, but I'm on that. Gotcha, like, yeah. I'm- I, I don't I'm have on that. that because I've read, I read, and I don't know if I can say this, but um, you can. Why not? Edit it what are you going to say? What are you going to? What do you? you, um, you I commit read a war that, crime or something? What's going to happen, Roxanne? No, Go ahead, you can I, say it. Go I, ahead. I don't know. The the FDA may. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you think they're listening? Um, how do you say um loop uh. How would you like to know what your blood sugar is without poking a hole in your finger? You can with the Dexcom G7 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System, which is available at Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Not only does Dexcom offer zero finger sticks, but you can get your glucose readings right on your smart device. That's your iPhone or your Android. Don't have a phone? That's okay. You can use Dexcom's receiver on any of these devices You're able to set up customizable alerts and alarms, setting your optimal range so that you'll get notified when your glucose levels go too high or too low. And you can share this data with up to 10 followers. Imagine what that could look like. Your child could be at school and their data could be available to you, your spouse, their aunt, the school nurse, anyone who you choose. My daughter's been wearing a Dexcom forever and it helps us in multiple ways. Around meals, we're able to see if our boluses are well-timed and well-measured. If they aren't, we can tell by how her blood sugar reacts and then go back the next time and make an adjustment. Without the Dexcom CGM, we're sort of flying blind, but not just at meals, also during activity and sleep. The Dexcom offers us an unprecedented level of comfort and security. Being able to see my daughter's blood sugars in real time, and not just the number, but the speed and direction, is an absolute game changer if you're using insulin. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Head over there today to see if you're eligible for a free 10-day trial of the Dexcom G6. The Dexcom is at the center of how we've been able to keep our daughter's A1C between 5'2 and 6'2 for over seven years. We've been able to minimize variability and keep her blood sugars in a stable range because of the information that we can see with the Dexcom. These are our results and yours may vary, but using Dexcom's feedback has helped my daughter, without any food restrictions, live a more normal and healthy life. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. My daughter Arden began wearing the Omnipod tubeless insulin pump on February 4th, 2009. 
That was 5,093 days ago. Or another way to think of it, 1,697 pods ago. At that time, she was four years old. Hang out with me for a moment while I tell you more about the Omnipod. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Today, Arden is 18 and still wearing Omnipod. Back then, there was one choice, just one pod. But today, you have a decision to make. Do you want the Omnipod 5, the first and only tubeless automated insulin delivery system to integrate with the Dexcom G6? Because if you do, it's available right now for people with type 1 diabetes ages 2 years and older. The Omnipod 5 is an algorithm-based pump that features smart adjust technology. That means that the Omnipod 5 is adjusting insulin delivery based on your customized target glucose. That's helping you to protect against high and low blood sugars both day and night automatically. Both the Omnipod 5 and the Omnipod Dash are waterproof. You can wear them while you're playing sports, swimming, in the shower, the bathtub, anywhere really. That kind of freedom coupled with tubeless, a tubeless pump. You understand it's not connected to anything. The controller is not connected to the pod. The pod is not connected to anything. You're wearing it on the body tubelessly. No tubing to get caught on doorknobs or anywhere else that tubing with those other insulin pumps can get caught. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. That's where you go to find out more. You may be eligible for a free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. You should check that out too when you get to my link. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. So if you're looking for an insulin pump that is tubeless, waterproof, and automated, you're looking for the Omnipod 5. If you want to do it on your own and you're not looking for the automation, Omnipod Dash. For full safety, risk information, and free trial terms and conditions, please also visit Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. I try to translate in Spanish and it's a little bit difficult. That's okay. Okay, loop. I read that loop has the new the new version of loop and it and it permits um remote bolus. Oh, really? It's, it's funny. Yeah. I don't keep up as much. I know that they're and by they I mean the magical people online who are who work on loop. <laughs> um I know they're working on a version for Omnipod Dash um currently that I expect to see made more public soon. Um, but I didn't know that they were working on it. So they're working on remote bolus for the actual loop app that exists now. Yeah, for the actual loop app. And the only way that you can remote bolus if you, it's if you have Night Scout set up. So that's why I'm so obsessed with getting Night Scout set up. Because obviously, if I'm far away and well, with the toddler and all, like he doesn't usually do stay anywhere. He's at my he's at my mother-in-law's house right now, but she lives about like five minutes away from my house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I left her all his like snacks and I told her, please don't give him anything out of this because he usually like runs really high. Carbs are real sensitive, like because he's so small, obviously. Okay. So I gave her all the snacks. I'm like, here are all his snacks. If he wants anything, please pick out of this and I'm going to be home and I'm going to be watching his numbers. Please don't call. <laughs> <laughs> please call my husband if anything happens, if he goes low. Please give him this juice box and 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 I got like I give her a like really quick rundown and I just left. Does she watch but, him frequently or no? No, she doesn't watch him at all. Like it's really rare. 
that um, I let go. But today is special? Yeah, today is special because I wanted to talk to you and I wanted to insist in you getting the program in Spanish. (laughs) I have to tell you, Roxana, listen, for years, and I'm not kidding, for years and years and years, I've wanted to do this. I started off by thinking, well, I can, let me just get the pro tip series put into Spanish. Like that would be helpful, right? Yeah. So how do you do that? And, you know, it comes down to it's this recorded thing. There's no transcript of it. I mean, I guess we could make a transcript of it and have somebody read it. But then wouldn't it feel kind of fake if people were just reading back and forth? So I thought, well, maybe like voice actors who can like listen in their ears to while Jenny and Mm -hmm. I are talking. And then and I just don't have the money for it. Like I wouldn't not only do I not know where to begin, but even if I had an idea of where to begin, I can't pay people to do that. And, yeah, it's a lot. And I try, and no disrespect to anybody, I bring it up to almost every advertiser. Like, hey, would you guys like to, you know, pay for this to happen? And I'm like, it would open it up to a completely new, you know, group of people. And I'm sure those people have insurance and would want to buy devices and things mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, you know, you could sponsor the whole thing. And I have not gotten anybody to say yes yet. Um, but I do, I pitched a lot. So, um, I appreciate how, how valuable it's been for you. And I am aware, like somebody just asked me the other day to like, you know, turn on the Spanish subtitles on YouTube. And I thought, oh, that's a nice, easy fix, except I can't even figure out how to do that. (laughs) So, um, I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, And And I'm guessing also like, like if you do turn on the Spanish subtitles on, um, on YouTube, someone's going to have to read that anyways, because sometimes the, the, the translation isn't like not good. Well, that, yeah, and then you're bumping into the real concern, like the main concern I have, which is I'm not fluent or even a little fluent in Spanish. So I can't quality control anything that's being done. Like I could say to a, a voice actor, listen to what I say and say this, but I won't know how to hear what they say and make sense of it. So I don't know if they're doing it the way I intend or not. And then yeah. what happens if they start filling in, like taking liberties to fill in gaps where the words don't translate and it comes off wrong. Like, I don't want that either. So I I don't know. I would need, I would literally need two people to read the parts of Jenny and Scott. And I would need a third person to be able, that understood me and my diabetes sensibilities and, and understood the podcast in English to be able to then listen to it in Spanish and say, this checks out or no, we can't say yeah. this like this. I just don't have a, I don't have a setup like that here. No, it's like, it's like finding a needle in a haystack because you would need someone that understands English, that understands Spanish, and that also understands the terms of diabetes because, and there's a lot of people that are bilingual, Mm -hmm. but understand like the, the components of diabetes and, and all the pro tip series, all the things that you guys say. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, there's what? 25 pro tip episodes, 44 defining diabetes episodes. It's, it's probably going to end up being like, you know, by the time you're done, it's a hundred hours of content after all these series get handled. And I mean, it, it, it sounds to me like it would take a year, like it would take a, like a concerted effort by a small group of people, probably a year to get it done. And I mean, I swear if I knew how to do it, I would definitely do it. I'm sorry. It makes yeah, me I know. feel bad every time. I know, I think about I know it. you you try your best to like get to get to everyone. It's just sometimes like I when I started listening, um, I didn't even start at the pro tip series. I started on a random um 
on a random episode of a mom that adopted. And I don't know if she adopted him with diabetes already or he got diabetes after her adopting him. Anyways, it was a real rough um, episode because she she explains like all the things that she had to go through because he's adopted because all this um all all of his conditions and it was really rough and I wanted my husband to listen to it I'm like look what's going on like I want to I want to talk to you about this and he's like um explain it <laughs> <laughs> but his- I was like um, the half of the episode and I'm like oh forget it so you're almost having to like translate it for your husband while you're listening to it yeah 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 um i i the episodes that i've um translated for him have been like the the get basil right Mm -hmm. um the first one that's like uh newly diagnosed i don't know if it's new like that newly diagnosed or it's it's like i don't remember one called newly diagnosed or starting over i think it's that one yeah that's the first Um, one in the um in the pro tip series that that episode has over 50,000 downloads. Like that one bet, episode has been downloaded 50,000 times, which freaks me out. Um, I bet like a third of that is me. Like, I've <laughs> <laughs> well, don't ruin the illusion, Roxanne. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess it doesn't count that I like that anyways, because I'm guessing like download per like do you keep um, it on your phone like does it live on your phone yeah it lives on my phone yeah then it's not a download every time you listen yeah okay well then i tried well you'd have to delete it and listen to it again anyway don't do that i I would appreciate it if you wanted to but but don't do that um yeah so well the the frustrating thing is that if we had people in place to do it then they could keep up with it with new episodes. Like then a new episode could come out and it would almost be like a telenovela of like my podcast. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just these two voice actors sitting back, just reading the, you know, like their script. Um, I really do. It's one of the things I really do want to accomplish. And I just can't seem to get anybody to get behind it. So anyway. I hope, I really hope you get there something soon. Like not, I'm not rushing you, but if you can do it tomorrow, I'll, I'll really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm on top of it. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, any, anytime. Um, no, it's just because the fact that you provide so much valuable information and like, so, so like lamest terms, like it's like baby food. It's like here, 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 have it. And like, you can digest it easily. And it just, I would, it would be such a value for my family, obviously, because my family is not bilingual. I'm bilingual, but it's because my dad was, um, he was a vet, he was a military, so I'm a, mm-hmm. well, how do you say that? A You're a military brat? brat? An army brat? Um, yeah. yeah, I'm an army brat, so that's why I'm bilingual, and I have that privilege um, of having two languages, and, and that's, obviously, that opens a lot of doors. Sure. But um, I just wish, like, I could, at least that first, that episode that you have, that's, that's um, like, for, like, what's it called? It's like for someone like, listen to this. If, if you're, if you have diabetes or if you don't know what it's like explaining diabetes, I think. Yeah. I know which one you mean. I'm just trying to figure out what episode number it is. Hold on a second. It's a, it's a part of it's, it's part of the pro tip series and it was asked for by listeners. It's called, I'm 
looking. Oh, it's just called explaining. It's diabetes pro tip explaining type one. It's episode 371. It's Jenny and I yeah. talking about like we just kind of sat down and thought like what would what needs to be said to people in your life so that they can understand exactly. diabetes a little bit. And even just that you said would be really helpful, huh? Yeah, even just that, like them learning like the lamest terms like carbs, fats, um, protein, like um, how many times have I said, and I know <laughs> sometimes I can be a little bit rude, um, but not not to you, Scott, not in, I'm like in my daily routine, like sometimes I can be really rude, but it's just a simple fact. Like, for example, I'll be at my mother-in-law's house and um, my son will ask if he can eat some cheese. Like he'll go to the fridge and he already knows where the cheese is. And he's, she's like, she'll look at me like with those bit with big eyes, like scared. Yeah. Can he have cheese? And I'm like, for the 100 billionth time, <laughs> yes, he can have cheese. Give him cheese. Like it don't, it won't. They won't affect his blood sugars. Like maybe in the few, maybe if it was like a, a really absurd amount of cheese, maybe it would because mm -hmm. of the fat. Eventually, it would slow his digestion down. It might push his blood sugar up. But yeah, but a slice of cheese is going to be okay. And and this person in your life cannot commit that to memory. No, like it's yeah. really rough. It's really rough. Like um, Father's Day, we had um, turkey. Like my son didn't want anything. And and here we eat a lot of carbs. Like we're crazy. We're, we eat lasagna with white rice. Like, like <laughs> that's not good, Scott. <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? We're going to make a bread salad with lasagna <laughs> and white rice. Now, I would like to sprinkle sugar over top of the entire confection. It's going to be wonderful. And if, and if someone makes beans, even better. Yeah, we'll throw, just throw beans on the whole thing. We'll yeah, eat it with a spoon. Now, is that cultural? Yes, that's cultural. Full, like fully cultural. Yeah. We like my husband can't go a day without eating rice. This is part of his. It's just part of it. It's like ingrained in him. Yeah. yeah. Not in my in my not in me like in him because he's he's grown here his whole life. But I, I can do the pasta. I can change like if if we're gonna eat pasta, I'll do like the. The garbanzo one for for Fabi. Chickpeas? Is that what they're called? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. ones. Or I'll do the the high protein one. The new I, I found one that's high protein. Mm -hmm. That's I think it's smart pasta, something like that. Ro Roxana, I don't want to get too far past this before I mention that so far yeah, my my favorite part of this episode is you said ingrained about rice. And of course rice is a grain. And uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just no pun intended. I was totally tickled when you said that. I was like, "Oh, rice is ingrained in her husband's diet." Ta -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started wondering, like the badat dot, like the like that, like is there like a Spanish version of that that we could have used instead? And anyway, my mind got very far away from me when you said that. I was like, "This is so I'm fun." Well, are there no <laughs> other options, or is it just there are other options, but people just don't don't use them? Um, there are, there are many options. Mm -hmm. Like we have a lot of options. I've done quinoa. I've, I do the pasta, like low, low carb pasta. Mm -hmm. Um, but pasta usually d doesn't affect his blood sugars as much as rice would. We changed the rice, um, for basmati. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, that's made a real change. My son, my oldest doesn't love it, but, um, he won't, he won't say anything about it, but it's I can a little, um, drier 
I think is what I want to say. Basmati rice. By the way, I think the basmati rice industry owes me money, but that's just neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, I said one time, like, I find basmati rice easier on Arden's blood sugar. And now, like, uh, you know, there's a. And now it's sold out. Yeah, there's a culture <laughs> of people who are like, honestly, it, I should uh, at least an ad or something, right? Or, or a Christmas yeah. card, even from whoever sells basmati rice. I'd like to hear from you. Um, it, well, well, that's excellent. Like, I mean, it's excellent that you're making changes and you're doing things, but it's still, it's just prevalent. It's, it's not, it's not going away. Um, so you have yeah. to learn how to bolus for these things. And your doctor was telling you don't pre-bolus because you don't know what he's going to eat. Yeah. Okay. She was like, no, don't, no. And it was, it was really um, upsetting, frustrating. Um because when Fabi was diagnosed, our first endo, she gave him NPH. Really? NPH and R and just, You know, I just talked to a grown man last night who was given that. Like and here, here in the States, 20, was... like, he was diagnosed in 2021. It's not like we're not like, why are we giving toddlers this insulin? And I asked her about it. And I was like, hey, um, do you think we can change his insulin? Because I don't see him like being stable ever. Yeah. And she's like, no, because those are the insulins that we recommend for toddlers. And I was like, okay, um, well, then I'm not going to schedule another appointment. Did you switch doctors? Yeah, we did. Well, good for you. Hey, real quick, a second ago. You paused a long time before you found upsetting and frustrating. Did Spanish words pop into your head instead when you went? Yeah. What popped into your head? Bad, a bad Spanish word. Well, just say it because we can curse in Spanish. What what what, did, what popped into your head? I was so pissed off. Uh, can you tell me what it means? I'll bleep it out. Um, Like... Encabrona means like pissed off, but here in English, it's not a bad word. But if I say that in like a public place, like oh. people will look at me weird. Oh, I see. It would seem harsh in public. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could just tell like there was a moment where you you reached for a <laughs> word and you found one in Spanish and then you were yeah. like uh, upsetting. And so. Yeah. Frustrating. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. That's really interesting. Uh, oh, wow. It's such a. Wow. So it's so amazing to be bilingual. Like just, it's a real gift. It really is. Yeah, it is. I love it with my son. My son's bilingual also. Mm-hmm. And me and my son, my oldest, obviously, my, my toddler, uh, he also knows a lot of English words. Um, but my oldest, he has a sense of humor. Like he's getting into that personality, personality, nat- oh my God, <laughs> help me, Scott. Personality. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. And he's like feeling like, free like he can express his his, what he's feeling and all of that and like he'll he'll talk to me and he'll talk to me like half in english and then half in spanish and then my husband will come out of the room he's like are you guys talking about me (laughs) (laughs) be fair do you talk about your husband in english (laughs) um sometimes (laughs) i'll be i'll um my 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 husband he likes he likes to think or imagine like nobody lives in this house and he wants it to be always like clean and organized. <laughs> you're going to have to give up on that if you have kids. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you're going to have to like m- move us out. <laughs> <laughs> if you put us outside, the house will get cleaner. 
Yeah. If you buy another house, we'll use that house to live in, and you can live in this one that's always like organized. You can you can do that. I yeah, remember when one. I came to that conclusion when my kids were young, and I thought, listen, we live in this house. There's just there's either enough time to live in it or keep it clean. N- not both. Like not so, both. you just yeah. as the, as they get older, it gets easier. You know, if you're you know, if they I'll usually a I'll usually tell my my oldest like clean your room. Or pick up your shoes or yeah. something like that. We used to have right. a we used to have a rule where if you went to your room, you took something of yours with you. <laughs> Nobody ever walked to their room without something in their hand. Like grab this, grab that. As a matter of fact, we were cleaning up for Arden's graduation party recently. And my wife said to my kids, like, you guys remember when you were little, we used to say, Hey, pick three things that are yours and take it to your room right now. She's like, Do that and keep doing it until all your stuff's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, that's right. So not a lot of differences, What kind of, you said you stopped working, but did you go back or no? Um, I kind of went back, um, in February of this year, I, I was selling brownies. Like I was doing like the side thing and like trying to get some income, mm-hmm. um, to pay at least some of my things. And I was selling brownies and making cookies. And I went to a former school that I, um, worked at and the my boss at that time she was at the front like she was at the secretary she was like hey we don't have a secretary um and we don't have a science teacher what are you doing um and I'm like well I'm at home but Fabi has type one and um we really don't have anyone to take care of him and I don't think this is a good idea right and she was like no if you want if you want I'll contract you and you can bring Fabi oh wow so, and I'm like, yeah. Did that work? Like, were you able to accomplish um, that? Yeah, it it kind of worked. I want to say it did, but it, it really didn't. <laughs> it was really rough because, okay, Fabi's with me. I can see his blood sugar. I can see, I can take care of him. But like, we were in a, like, we were in a classroom all day. Yeah. From eight o'clock till three o'clock. And Fabi was, he like, I'm not lying. He, he did good. Like he was he was being good, but at times he would just be like a regular kid. He wanted to go outside. He wanted, he knew there was a park there. Right. So he went to go to the park. He would um, play with my students. I taught seventh through 12th grade and he wanted to play with my students. And, and most of them were really accepting of Fabi in the classroom. And at the end of the school year, they were like, we're going to miss him if he doesn't come next year. And I'm like, but I'm not coming. <laughs> this didn't work for me. Well, you basically yeah. had two jobs at once. You're taking care of him yeah. and you're teaching these kids. And teaching. Yeah. It was rough because sometimes I would be on the whiteboard. And that's when I decided that I wasn't ever going to write on a whiteboard again. Um, I would start writing something and Fabi would take a marker and he would start writing also. <laughs> and I would be like half the half the board um written and half the board would be erased because Fabi would erase it. <laughs> yeah, I can't see how, I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's nice that they wanted to be able to, I mean, I guess it sounds like they were stuck, so they were willing um, to make concessions, but. Yeah, they were, they, they were in need, like they were really in need. And I started and I did, I did what I could. And I was about to like, not return at some point. I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. But I was like their fourth science teacher. Oh. So it was also rough on them as students, like having so many teachers yeah. in, in one school year. So I was like, no, I'm not going to give up on them. Let me just like push 
till the end. And we made it until the second week of May. And I said, goodbye. That's, that's all. <laughs> that's all this. for this year. I can't do this anymore. Well, it's interesting. Well, I hope that things change a little bit. Maybe you can find a place for Fabi to be with like daycare or like some kind of care with a family member and that maybe you could, did you enjoy the work? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, it's just the commute was a little bit long. Um, usually here in Puerto Rico, there's a lot of traffic jams and I don't know if it's because there's so many cars or, or everyone goes to work to the same area Okay. because more, there's more opportunity to work, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's really draining. Like it's, it's like a one hour commute and then an hour, almost an hour back. In like stop sta- standstill traffic, how far? How, yeah. how many miles would you go in that hour? Um, like how many miles per hour, or how many miles to get to my job? Yeah, how many miles to get to the job? Um, I wouldn't be able to answer. I have no idea. No, like, it's not a lot. Not, like it's I can, far. I can Google it. It's not no, that far. You don't, you don't have to. Like Google if it. there's, if there's no, if there's no, um, how do you say that? Like. Congestion. There's no traffic. Like, mm-hmm. let's say a Sunday afternoon, and I want to go like to the same area or the same town that I worked at. Right. It's like a 30 minute drive, maybe 25 at much. I see. But since that the when it's um when it's like the weekdays, it's just a little bit harder. No, I understand. Yeah, no, it, and it just adds to the day. And then your husband's working too, right? So yeah, my husband's a police officer here in Puerto Rico. Oh wow. Uh, so who does your 12 year old? stay with if your husband and you were working was that i guess that's a problem he's too. at school he's okay. at school or um or he's with me mm-hmm. or he's at school or he's with his dad because he's not my husband's son oh okay i see um yeah. all right so how has diabetes been in this in this first year i get i mean it sounds like you're doing incredibly well honestly um it was rough at first like um I remember like when they, when the doctor told us, he told the, he told, <laughs> he told us the scientific word for type one diabetes, mala, whatever. I don't even know the word. Diabetes mellitus. And something like that. Mm-hmm. And like my husband and I looked at each other and, huh? <laughs> and then he used lamest terms. He was like, no, he has type one. And then my husband cried for the first time ever. Oh, I've never seen him cry. How long have you been f- with him? About 10 years. 10 years. The first time you saw him cry? Yeah. Really? Not yeah. <laughs> not at your wedding? Not at the birth of a kid? No. No. Wow. <laughs> no. And, and and he was inconsolable. He was he was crying, and yeah. I was like, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Roxana, that's why he doesn't cry, because he doesn't want to get yelled at. <laughs> he doesn't. No, he, did, he cried that day, and... We just pushed through it. Um, I obviously, this technology helps a lot. And I just Googled everything. I was like, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. Google, tell me, what are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the, what's the first thing you figured out? I figured out that we did not want Medtronic pumps. Okay. And you got that from like, um, like social from, media? From media, from reviews, from Reddit. Um, 
And like most, like when you go online and you look up type one diabetes and you look up any like pictures or anything, like usually they have our T-slam tandem or uh, they have Libre Mm -hmm. and, and the Dexcom. And usually, usually at the endo's office, they, they, they have a lot of like Libre um, advertising. Okay. They don't have the Dexcom advertising, um, but I figured out Dexcom. So I pushed my pediatrician to get us Dexcom. Um, but it was like, it was rough at first because I didn't know what to expect. And I usually like to know what to expect. I like to plan. Mm -hmm. And so it was difficult for me because, because I had to figure it out alone. Yeah. Do you have, um, good health insurance through your husband's job? Um, we have this, the, the state, um, like with air coats around it because we're not a state, but, (laughs) um, yeah, we have the, the. The one that they give us here for free, and it's and it covers everything. Oh, so cool! That's excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so you got technology pretty quickly because you use the internet, and but how do you figure out how to use it? Um, at least, and what part on the on the what? Omnipod? Yeah, I mean, just yeah, just uh, start with an in insulin general? pump, right? Like, it, it, is the doctor walking you through how to use the insulin pump? Um, when we got when we got the Omnipod, we got it in August. So I'm I'm gonna say like six four months after diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Oh, August, yeah, four months. We got and we we got set up with like a person that explained like what we're gonna do and like how we're gonna put the basal rates in because obviously we weren't looping in August. We were just regular with PDM and the regular basal rates and all of that. And like, we were with him for about like a week. Mm -hmm. And then my son decided to take the PDM and throw it in the, in the toilet. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) great. (laughs) Yeah. Great start. Um, so when that happened, I, te- I, t- I called him. I'm like, hey, we're not going to be able to continue like talking because I don't have a PDM. So I'm just going to wait out the pod to expire and take it off and go back to MDI, which we weren't doing bad with MDI, mm-hmm. but it was just frustrating to go back. So when um, the PDM is flushed, we go back to MDI and it was like about a week and a half or two weeks before we got a new PDM. And then we started all over again. And this time we, st- I started alone. Like I didn't call him to tell him, Hey, I got a PDM. Can you help me? I was like, no, yeah. because he was being way too conservative. And he was, my son was running high, like most of the day in the two hundreds, three hundreds. And I was just freaking out. So they set you up on a pump, but gave you weak settings that were leading to, and were you pre-bolusing at that point too? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, so the settings are just weak. The settings were just way off. Like he had us at 0.10 basal rate and um, his carb was like one to, I want to say 80. Mm-hmm. It was you, just really, how did you know, off. how did you know what to move them to? Did you just try something or did I just, I just listened and listened to your, to, to the basal one, to oh. the episode with the basal one. And then I listened to, you have another one, like the perfect bolus. Mm-hmm. And then. I just read a lot. Like I read and read and read. Like I hyper focused on getting it right. And we're still far away from like the 90 in range percentile. Like we're still at 75, 80. Mm-hmm. 
Ro- but Roxanne, did you send me a lot of panicked messages in the beginning? Huh. Was that yes. you? Yeah, it was, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was me. <laughs> like, how could you forget? <laughs> I, I just brought it up so I could I I could ask you what it's like to to know that something needs to be fixed, but not have any idea of how to handle it. Yeah. One of the messages I, I sent you, I was like freaking out. And you just said, you're so calm. Like you're so Zen. Like, Hey, do you think you can like, um, maybe like up the basal, like 0.05 and see what happens. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And I did it and everything changed (laughs) and everything was in range again. I'm like, Oh, I could have done that. (laughs) <laughs> or Roxanne, I, I don't know that I'm uh, incredibly zen or anything like that. I just think that when one person seems upset, it's not great for the second person to be like, oh, my God. Uh, you, you know, like it just somebody has to just, you know, just go through the steps, you know, like, well, yeah. this isn't working. What would happen if you tried this? And I mean, and point zero five, even with a really little kid. I mean, that's that's a very small move. And you were describing higher blood sugars. That I yeah. just couldn't imagine that that much of a change was going to make a low blood sugar, right? Like, so let's see the impact and then make a decision on what to do next based on this impact. And and you were able to do that, which is really great. I, I, yeah, you, you, um, you, you were like, I don't know, like when I wrote you the first time, I, I was skeptical. I was like, he's not going to read this. He has to have like 350 messages on Instagram and his email has to be like really ridiculous amount of email so I was like I'm gonna write see what's going on see if I can get something like and and that was it and then after that I I don't I think I messaged you again and like I sent you a graph because he was going really high after eating right and I think we just like did we did like um sorry about that we did like uh, a carb to ratio change And then that was it. And then we got back again. And like, now, as I look back, I don't like, I do stress, but it's not like I'm going to die. Like that the, at the, at the beginning of diagnosis, it's like, okay, I'm going to stress because he's going high, but it's okay. Um, Let me see what I can change. Like, because um, when we started looping, Mm -hmm. looping is really aggressive. Uh, Are you using autobolus? Yeah, we're using autobolus. And it was being really, really aggressive. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Am I going to hate this? And then I got into the loop group. And then I got to little loopers group. And they helped me out a lot. So it's like it's been it's always like a learning process. Yeah. And I guess people that see it from the outside or see it from afar, they see, oh, yeah, they're doing great. Mm hmm. But it's really rough. Sure. It's a lot of frustration and it's a lot of fear, too. Yeah. You know, just if I do this, what's going to happen, I, I think, is the is the biggest concern. Like, and the only thing that pushes you is that not doing anything seems to be bad as well. So you start exactly. th- you start thinking like, well, I mean, can it get worse than this? You, you know, than a 300 blood sugar all day long. Um, I, I, I mean, I have to give you a lot of credit for for being able to push through that. It's a. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do. I, I guess it's a, a function of of kind of being alone, right? And feeling like if I don't do something, nobody else is going to. Yeah, it's literally that feeling because one time um, 
when I talk to my husband about like, Hey, I need you on my team. I need us to like be on the same path of his care because sometimes I, obviously me being a stay at home mom and knowing everything that goes on in one day, he, he was lacking, mm-hmm. um, but not lacking in the sense, like, um, I don't want to know anything about it, but it's because obviously he's working. So when I talked to him, he was like, well, then you have to make me a list and you have to tell me and you have to do this. And like, I'm like, I looked at him like dead in his face and I was like, no one did that for me. <laughs> you're going to figure it out the same way I did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I was like, no, you're going to have to read. You're going to have to do your research, like do whatever you have to do, but you're going to have to do it. Is he I'm figuring it out? It. He figured he's. He's figured some things out. Like he knows, like we um, we have different bread for for Fabi mm-hmm. because like regular bread is like really bad. I'm sorry about that. No, you're fine. You, I don't know what you're apologizing for, so I didn't hear anything. You're oh, good. you didn't hear it? Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> what was there it? Was tell, a, tell me what it was. And the notification went off. Oh no, you're okay. fine. Don't worry. Uh, so um, yeah, so, like so you actually have a bread in the house that's for Fabi, and you have one that's for everybody else. Yeah. Um, but usually we just eat whatever's available. Like if Fabi's the one that Fabi's bread is there, we'll just use that one. Sure. Um, so I try to do alternate, 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 alternative, um, alternatives. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because white bread is the devil. Um, saltine crackers are the devil. Um, regular white rice is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> So we just try and I try to obviously help him like, hey, babe, we don't use this rice. We're going to use this rice or, hey, I did this. I have everything set up. But usually I don't leave the house very much. And if we do, we leave as a family. Okay. But it's it's a lot of stress. Like I, I my brain is like thinking of like everything that we have to take if we're going out. Well, you started to talk earlier about maybe being, do you have some anxiety? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you have it before diabetes? Um, not as intense, but I've, but I know I do have it like, okay. because I do like to plan, like I mentioned earlier, I like to plan everything, but it's just because I hate the, I hate like the, like the, like the weird, uh, silence for, for example, like that weird, like, we don't know what we're going to do. And we're not, we're, I hate that. And I like, we, <laughs> we went to Disney and I know this is way off topic. But we went to Disney and I had everything like really, really planned out of everything we were going to do. But this certain day, my husband decides, no, we're going to be adventurous and we're going to Animal Kingdom. I'm like, on a Saturday? (laughs) How did that mess anything up? And he's like, yeah, we're going to Animal Kingdom on a Saturday. And I was like, okay, you okay? I'm going to trust you. We're going to go and we're going to have fun. We weren't even like an hour in and I looked at my toddler and he hands me his Dexcoms, his like the sensor, like he took it off and he hands it to me. He pulled it off. He pulled it off. Oh, well, that's not, that's not animal kingdom's fault. Is it? It's it's animal kingdom's fault because that wasn't the plan. (laughs) Uh Oh, oh, Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) A little, do you have a little OCD? Yeah, maybe. Uh. Maybe. But you deal okay with your husband being a cop, though? What? You deal okay with your husband being a cop? I feel okay because he's not working, like, in a high-risk area. He used to work in a high-risk area when we started dating, but not anymore. Did it bother you more then? 
Yeah, I did. Okay. I wouldn't. Um, he he used to work in an area where there was a lot of like nightclubs mm-hmm. and a lot of nightlife, like gangster nightlife. Gotcha. And yeah, I would be like wrecked. I wouldn't sleep. I would be like texting him, "Is everything okay?" We I've worked on it, and I do have like I mentioned earlier about the appointments. I do have an appointment, like in. I think in about two weeks, because I I know I have a really high anxiety, but it's just because I want to be prepared. Well, and I know that's con- and that I know that's like really contra- controversial, right? <laughs> well, it, no, I mean I understand wanting to be prepared, and I realize, and I but I or do you want to be prepared, or are you trying to stop unknown problems? Yeah, I want to stop unknown problems. Yeah. Definitely, things don't work that yeah. way. You have I know. to like so you, your preparation. <laughs> is is the end of it like you're you you have the things you need and if something goes wrong then you go to the the knowledge you have and start implementing what you know and you do your best with it but you know i i I know you know this but you don't want it to to impede your life or or fabi's life you know what i mean yeah i know and i try my best like to tone it down um and i do recognize that i do need to get like some sort of help on that part Mm -hmm. But, um, it's just hard. No, I understand. And I, and I started and I, when I sat down, I said, I wasn't going to cry today, Scott. So did I make you cry? (laughs) I'm just like holding back. Well, you can cry if you want. Hey, do you, do you cry in Spanish? (laughs) (laughs) How do you cry in Spanish? I don't know. I'm just being silly, Roxana. How would that? I'm trying to figure that out. How would that sound? Does weeping have a tone? <laughs> I don't know. I cry in silence. Remember, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I do. I think I do like over exaggerate situations and. But um, not on purpose, going... though, right? You're yeah, not... not on purpose. Like yeah. I just like, for example, like we'll get in the car and it and like I'm like going through my mental list of things that we have to take insulin at this and that and, and juices and a change of clothes and anything like I can think of. And like, we'll get to the place and I'll say, Hey, did you bring, I don't know, the stroller, for example. And he's like, no, I left it in your car. And it just like, it wrecks the rest of the day for you or for everyone. For No, no, not for everyone. Just for me. Like, I don't, I do have, sense of awareness that I cannot let my um, emotions or how how things affect me affect others because obviously that's not their problem like hey we don't have a stroller but like the the kid can walk like can you walk can he walk he can walk right. like let's just get over it and keep going yeah and yeah I, but I, some I, things do really affect me like on a higher on a higher level than maybe most people mm-hmm. I remember walking to the beach one time with my young family and my wife, and she had brought, I'm going to say, everything we owned. And um, <laughs> and I, I, at the time, is she Latina? Sh- is she, is she, <laughs> is she, is she what? Is she Latina? Because we bring everything to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's anxious sometimes too. Okay. So, yeah, so she's trying to cover all her bases as well. Like, what if we need this, or what if we need that, or, you know, I, I, I would say to her, like, it's fine. Like, we don't, like, when's the last time you use something like that? Like, I think sometimes even that's what, like, hoarding is a little bit. Like, that fear of, like, what if I need this? And some people can hear, well, we haven't touched it in 12 years. I, I, I'm i guessing we don't need it. 
and go, oh, that makes sense, and throw it away. And some people think, no, but tomorrow could be the day. Yeah. You know, and that's a shame. That is a that's a difficult thing to live with. You know, and it's, and it's difficult. And you're not wrong. It's difficult for other people, too, who are like, look, can the kid just walk? Like, yeah. like, look, he's walking. He's fine. And you're like, no, and no, I'm no. Just, And they're telling me this. They're telling me, hey, it's OK. He can walk. He wants to walk. And I'm looking at the time and I'm like, no, but it's a, it's like almost almost uh, you create a different five. problem. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, so the first problem is we need the stroller. We don't have the stroller. Oh, it's okay. The and kid can walk. Well, I'll make a different problem now. So he's walking, but yeah. it's not happening fast enough. So now we're now. Yeah. Or, or if not, it's like, we're, it's almost two o'clock and I know it's almost nap time. So I know he's yeah. going to get cranky and he's walking. And if he falls asleep, he's like, he, he almost weighs like 45 pounds. So who's going to carry him? I'm not going to carry him. Are you going to carry him? Yeah. That's my. Well, my when he fell up. asleep, did your husband carry him? Yeah, because well, I'm not sh- going to care. Well, then shut up. <laughs> That's not a problem then, right? Like, it, it was yeah. Like, Do you think your husband wasn't going to walk away and leave him, like, unconscious no, on the sidewalk? No, my husband, he's, like, a godsend. Like, we are total opposites. Like, he's really calm, and he's, like, he'll do whatever it takes to make people happy. Mm-hmm. He's a little, He has a little bit of people pleaser in, in him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he's like really the opposite, and we just complement each other very well. Like Good. I'm, I'm very grateful for him, but he, he gets on my nerves sometimes <laughs> when he forgets things. Well, because he doesn't do everything <laughs> perfectly the way you would do it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's my problem. Like when letting go, that's that's why your podcast obviously is would be very helpful in the near future when it is in Spanish <laughs> because. I could just play like um, getting basil right on and play it. and like he'll go. He likes to uh, run like he likes to exercise so he can like put his little earbuds in and, mm-hmm. and listen and then listen to another episode. And even my 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 mother-in-law and my father-in-law, like they can listen. Because they're it's not like they're. They do it on purpose. No, I understand. Yeah, they're I just, just don't get it. Yeah, we they're not and they're not old either. Like they're in their 60s, like 50s, 60s almost. Mm-hmm. So they're very they're very um how do you say that? Like together. Active. Yeah, together and active and they understand yeah, things they're generally. Active. They yeah. go out and they come come to my house and we'll go to their house. Like they're very active in in Fabi's life. But I wish that they were active like in other areas also, not just like Hey, we're here. We're going to be here like an hour visiting and then we're leaving like because that would that would give me a little bit of free time. Do you think you like, need a break? Excuse me? Do you think you need a break? Oh, yeah. yeah. A long time ago. Well, how are you doing in this last? I mean, we've been talking for an hour now. Do you feel okay that he's not with you? Yeah, I'm okay because I see the, his numbers on my screen. So well, is there a reason we couldn't do this more often? Like, 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 let your mother-in-law watch him for a little bit so you could maybe go somewhere? Um, yeah, I could, I could make that happen. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if you need a break and this uh, setup is working for you, then do it more often. Then take yeah, a break. I, need to change. I was, I wrote on the, on the Facebook page, like I need to just switch his Dexcom to another cell phone. So I can get loop loop set up on the other cell phone also, because my cell phone is the one that's that's everything everything is connected to. So it has loop, it has a Dexcom, oh. it has everything on it. So that's why I haven't like totally un unlatched, I guess, 
but I think when I get that done and maybe when I get the night scout done and have the, the, the remote bullet set up, I could, I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making a lot of, a lot of excuses. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I understand anxiety and I understand, especially with a toddler type one, new diagnosis, all that stuff. But it's, if you're recognizing it, you should take some steps towards mitigating it if you can um, for your own like sanity and for the people around you, you know, and for him. So he doesn't grow up like an anxious ball of nerves, always yeah. worried something's going to happen to him. I, I'm, I'm, I have a, I, I, I mentioned it earlier. I have a, an appointment coming up and I will talk about that Good. with the doctor. Obviously I do it. Not, not mostly to- I know my toddler senses my energy and like, he's like in that same high as I am sometimes, mm-hmm. but mostly for my, for my, um, for the oldest. Yeah. That's good. Like, is this a therapy appointment that you're going to? Yeah. Good. Good for you. It's excellent. Yeah. Because it's rough. Like in my, and my oldest, I don't know if he like, if it's, he's masking it, like he doesn't want to like tell me about it but i can see his face and i can see like him trying to solve any type of problem with fabi like if the alarm goes off and he already and the point is that not everybody knows that the alarms on the dexcom don't all sound the same like the low alarm sounds different the high alarm sounds different the if you're going up really fast if it's going low really fast and my my oldest he knows all this it's excellent, but he's trying to protect you. You think? And I don't know um, if it's me or if it's more because of Fabi, because he really does love his brother. Like not because they're brothers, obviously, but mm-hmm. like I do see that care for him. Like he's at his dad's house right now, right? And he and he asked me, "Mom, can you turn on the the follow app?" I'm like, I'm not going to turn that on. Oh. And he's like, "Please." Oh, he's worried about him too. <laughs> yeah, he's really worried about. Do you him. notice anxiety with your older son in other ways? Um, and the planning. Mm-hmm. Like he'll he'll on week when we were at school, like he'll take his unit. I know this is no this is normal, but I don't I don't know a lot of people that do this, but he'll he'll have his snacks ready for the next day. Like he'll already take his snacks out for the next day. He get his water bottle ready. He'll take out his clothes. If he needs me to iron his pants because he does use uniform. um, He'll tell me like, Hey, I need to, I need to iron these pants and he'll have everything like set up. And if he can, if he can have his backpack in the car, the night before we leave to school, like the night before a school day, he's like, yes, that's happiness for him. Yes, that's happiness for yeah. him. Yeah. Well, that does sound a little uh a, a little concerning, but maybe not too yeah, much. And, and yeah. And when you mention like when you think about it, he's 12. Like right. he should be forgetting his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not planning for it for three days from now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, uh Roxanne, I'm having a good time talking to you, but I'm up on my time. So I'm wondering if we've talked about everything that you wanted to talk about or if we missed anything. Um, no, I think we're good. I've mentioned like a billion times, 
the translation of the podcast. I know you're going to get that done because you're you're Scott. So <laughs> I feel like I'm married to you now. Like you're <laughs> you're like listen, take care of this, okay? Um, yeah, take yeah. care of it. Like I I trust you. Like on another level. No, I'm like seriously. If that can get done sometime, like I don't even. I'm not even putting like a time limit on it. Like Scott, it's it's in your hands. Just no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Right. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to find a, some people with some deep pockets and push them. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and, and like I'm a stay-at-home mom, so if you need to hear, if I need to hear like an episode in Spanish, I'm I'm here for it. Do you really think people would be able to find it? Like because I it would exist inside of an English speaking podcast. I mean, it would be word of mouth that would have to get it around. Is there that kind of structure in the Spanish speaking community around type one diabetes? Um. That's another thing. Like we don't have, and I've, tr- and I would, and I would do it, but I just don't think I'm, I, I'm up for it because mm-hmm. I do see that I'm the dynamic in your Facebook group. And I see how everyone is real cordial and some people are assholes, but not all of them. Um, and people get rid of them. Like you have like this super structured um, group that, you didn't structure. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it does. You put it out there. Here's my group and like take care of yourselves and 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 be cordial and be kind. And I don't think that's something that would happen in 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 a Facebook community like here. Well, I, I don't it, know. It's uncommon. Kind of it's uncommon in a lot of places, honestly. It's you know, I had the podcast to base it off of and I just sort of laid it out there and put my vibe over top of it and people picked it yeah. up and kind of ran with it. So, um, and there have been times where I have had to surgically step in and be like, like, no, it, you know, but yeah, not, yeah. not that frequently. And, um, and I've, you know, I've set a tone where people are adults and they should take care of themselves and they, you know, they don't need me or somebody else to tell them, you know, what to say or what not to say. I would, I would want it. I would want it to exist here. Like, because there is no, no community, like type one community here in Puerto Rico. Like I haven't found it online and I haven't found it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but they would, it would be great for everyone. Like, because I know like another T1D because he lives here in the same town I, that I do. I know another T1D because she's my best friend. Um, but like, community wise like there's not much of that so it would it would obviously be like a lot of promotion like a lot of facebook ads or or something like that to get it around but i think a lot of people need it a lot of people need to know that it's that it is difficult but it's not impossible like yeah i know rice is difficult and i know you eat it every day so let's get a hold of it and let's measure it out and let's see how it reacts and think simple things like that so um, I, hear you. I think it would have a lot of impact. It's just, um, I would, I, like I mentioned, like a Facebook group here in Puerto Rico, like it would be very difficult starting at the point, like where people, um, like if you tell them something, I know you do the whole, like, um, I'm, this isn't medical advice, right. but people don't really not offended people get i don't know how how to say it like people get oh you said it was gonna be okay kind of thing you know oh yeah i don't need that problem yeah (laughs) yeah i'm not i i'm uh, i don't know anything 
Okay. And I'm not a doctor and this is not advice. <laughs> no, and, I yeah, yeah. when I come like in a Facebook group, like if, if, if you were to create a Facebook group, like specifically in Spanish, for example, it would, it would be a little bit like more hands-on. Like I, there would need to be a lot of people like Hand promoting over. kindness and promoting, yeah. um, being helpful with others not because we're not helpful it's just because we have our own opinions and usually our opinions are really strong mm -hmm. i see all right um all right well i'll keep thinking about it and try to figure out a way to do it and you can keep doing your thing over there it's all it sounds like <laughs> listen to be perfectly honest for such a short time with diabetes you're doing really well i know it's not easy and i know that it it seems like it's crazy right now, but I think it gets easier as you go. Um, you know, maybe it's not easy as much as you get better at it and it, it starts to feel easier. Um, but I think you'll find your way. It sounds like you're off to a great start. What's his A1C? 6.8. Oh, that's very good. You're doing great. You really yeah. are. I mean, a two, two year old with a 6.8 eating all that food. Uh, that you yeah, described he, earlier. Yeah, he doesn't have like he he has restrictions like on some things, like obviously really sugary things like donuts or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like on the rest of it, like I just try to do my best and like attack it. And yeah. if not, I'll just crush it and catch it. I hear you. Good for you. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Roxanne. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, hold on one second, okay? Okay. Hey, thanks so much, Roxana, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with us. And thank you, Dexcom, for making the Dexcom G6 and now Dexcom G7 continuous glucose monitor. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Of course, the Omnipod Dash or the Omnipod 5 are available at Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Use my links if you have any interest or if you're just trying to learn a little more. If you can't remember those links, they're at juiceboxpodcast.com. But I guess then you'd have to remember that link. So why don't I just put the links in the show notes of the audio app you're listening in? That's what I'll do. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.